Folks, it is going to be a cold one in Fayetteville Saturday night. It will be the coldest game that Arkansas has played since they joined the SEC at kickoff in Fayetteville. Anyway, this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis, at the Stephen Willis down below. And we start our newscast talking about the Auburn Tigers. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Ole Miss-Arkansas game today. We're going to do our normal What to Watch For episode with some things that you might not be thinking about totally as well. Um, I do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team, faster and for free. Post all your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Also, thank you very much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications for when we do new videos, which happens quite frequently. And, of course, upvote the video itself, as well as participate in the conversation by commenting down below. Thank you very much for that. Anyway, it is going to be a cold one in Fayetteville. It'll be the coldest game that Arkansas has played since 1991 at kickoff at Donald Reynolds Razorback Stadium, Frank Broyles Field in Fayetteville. We're going to do a crossover tomorrow with John Neighbors um, to talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. And images have gone in of K.J. Jefferson throwing the ball in practice. So it looks like K.J. is going to play. As you can see below, the line has moved. A little bit is now almost two and a half point favorites, and the over under has gone up five points. So, obviously, that the thought that KJ is going to play is becoming into more of a real thing. So, we'll see exactly how that goes. Ole Miss and Arkansas, weird stuff happens. It just always does. Just weird, drunk stuff happens. And Ole Miss playing a game this late in the season in Fayetteville in the Ozarks is going to be 30 degrees or something like that at kickoff. Potentially. We're still five days away. The temperature could swing drastically. Um, But it's going to be chilly. It's going to be a cold night. It's going to be a situation to where, honestly, if you have a banged up shoulder, you probably don't want to be playing because everything's going to hurt a little bit more. And you got two really physical running teams playing in that cold environment. This game could last two hours and 30 minutes. It could look like a service academy game out there. Um, You're going to have a hard football. Don't look for the kicking game to be very good Um, on both sides. um, PAT field goals, all of a sudden, if you have a 55-yard range, it turns into a 47-yard range for a long um, in this cold weather. The ball is going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Um, The passing game is not going to be as effective. I expect to see some shots, but that's about it. But it's going to come down to Quinshawn Judkins, Jackson Dart, K.J. Jefferson, and Rocket Sanders. That is going to determine this game. That's what you need to really watch for Saturday night in Fayetteville. 
Remember, Rocket Sanders is a good running back. KJ Jefferson is a good running back. What I talked to you about yesterday is still true. Do you put all of your eggs in one basket to go against Missouri? And you need him to be everything against Missouri. Maybe he can run operational, but you're not running the quarterback or something like that. Maybe this is a distraction method. Maybe this is a desperation ploy from Sam Pittman. I do not know that. But I do know that if Arkansas wins one of two, they go to a bowl game. Whether the Liberty Bowl, the Texas Bowl, that doesn't matter. They go to a bowl game. You need the practices. Whenever you don't have them, it's a problem. Those 15 practices, the first half of them, is a perfect chance to let underclassmen get reps. That is why bowl games are important. People are going to say all the time, in this championship or playoffs or bust mentality that we have in, in our culture right now, it's actually silly. And, and, and people that are not interested in the actual event that is happening, take that mindset. Because Ole Miss and Arkansas, that's an incredibly interesting game. It's always an interesting game. It's rarely a game where something's on the line, but it's always an interesting game. This year, you had the cold. You had the um, the new style from Ole Miss. Um, KJ potentially being back. It has a chance to be a fun game. But to some, the only story around Ole Miss is what's happening over at Auburn, which doesn't make any sense. We're going to talk about a chance for school records that Ole Miss has um, in the second segment of the show. And we'll tell you why that is a silly point of view to have. And it honestly is just wasteful because you get 12, 13 opportunities to see your favorite team play every year. You do not want to give those up and say that one of those is meaningless for anybody unless you're too lazy to work. That is the only reason I can think of doing that. Because if you are at Ole Miss, if you are covering Ole Miss, and it is championships or bust attitude, you have to have a completely miserable existence. Honestly, just a totally miserable existence. Because the joy of watching this team supersedes every bit of the results. We have been conditioned to do that. We enjoy this. We like going to the Grove and spending multiple hours a day. We like going to the stadium, our cheers, chanting hottie toddy, watching our team play over and over again. And just all of a sudden, because this isn't a championship team, all of a sudden everything after that is meaningless. That's bunk. That's stupid. And um, whenever you say stuff like that, it honestly uncovers an agenda. So, be careful. Enjoy the last three games. We want to make Ole Miss football sports fun again. That that is the whole purpose for our existence, is to make Ole Miss sports fun again. And this game has a chance to be really fun. And then you've got the Egg Bowl coming up after that. we got Jake Wimberly coming on the show to talk about that. Also, remember tonight, um, SEC After Dark. Um, we will be doing that at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central. We'll be talking about all the games around the SEC. Me, Corey Burton from Georgia, Jeb Beecham from Tennessee, and um, Jake Thomas from Alabama. We're going to do a whole bunch of talking about that. And um, it should be a good show. We go off the rails pretty, pretty frequently on that show. But it's going to be cold. That cold is going to affect the game. 
If it is windy and cold, it's really going to affect the game. But it is at least going to be cold. And I think that is a major storyline that needs to be followed for this weekend. It just is what it is. So enjoy that very much. Seriously. Because if it's cold, it's cold. On the football field, when you get cold, it, it's hard. It's kind of hard to deal with. Um, the, the coldest two games I remember going to was like Missouri in 2012 and um, the Music City Bowl in 2013. Those were two of the coldest days of my life. And, um, well, not counting st- standing underneath the helicopter rotor at NER's, NESJRB at Willow Grove while they were doing a decommissioning in seven-degree weather with the rotors going. Yeah, that was a little colder. I was cold for a week after that. Anyway, today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. So, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs can help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So, go to the profile. Create it. Um, you can go online, you figure out exactly what you need to do. Then add your job and a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right. In the first segment, we talked about it's going to be cold this weekend up in Fayetteville. Of course, playing a game up in Fayetteville in middle November, it probably is going to be chilly. But that doesn't take over the race for school records that Ole Miss is currently on. There's several that could fall this season, several that are in jeopardy, including some of the Taj Mahal-type records um, that Ole Miss has had. You have Quinshawn Judkins going for the school rushing record for, let's see, is it 1,312 yards or something like that? Here we go. He's running for this record. That's about 141 yards, something like that. I'm not excellent with math. Um, We'll see how it goes, but he needs 141 yards in three games. That's something that should fall. Um, That's about, what, 45 yards a game, something like that. Um, So it should be quite interesting. Quinshawn Judkins, Herschel Walker, tight back. Um, he is, people are going to try and poach him in the um, offseason. That is undeniable. But he is a heck of a running back nonetheless. Um, I think he is going to do quite well at Ole Miss moving forward. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. But 
That record is a huge record, Ole Miss. That record has stood for, I think, 73 years. I think 1949 is when that record was set. And K.O. Dotley, um, by the way, I have an autograph from um, John K.O. Dotley back here um, from way back when he lived in um, Vicksburg, was alive and all that. So I have that. So this is a big moment for Quinshawn Judkins and that record. That is, that is a big seminal thing that can happen this season. For people that say this season means nothing, that is a massive achievement that's available. Because of that, it's also big that if he can get that record in two games before the Connerly Trophy, Quinchon Judkins is up for the Connerly Trophy in Mississippi. And it's basically going to be a two-horse race. It's going to be him and Shador Sanders going for the Connerly Trophy as a true freshman. And remember, if you go back to December 17th or December 18th um, on our post-signing day show, I, my gushing of Quinshawn Judkins started then um, well before everybody else's. Um, I, that is a victory lap that I am going to take as long as he is here because we absolutely did that. Now, second of all, and this is honestly more important, Ole Miss is playing for 10 wins for consecutive seasons for the first time since Maybe the 50s, maybe not ever, but maybe the 50s. I think 62 and 63 is the last time it happened. Um, if you count the bowl game, I, th- I think it was like 10 and 0 and 9 or 10 0 and 1 or something like that in 62 and 63 or 61 and 62. I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but this is a big situation. You know, to go back to back 10 win seasons, and the last time you hit that number, was in the middle of your glory period of five years. Because that's what it really was, 59, 60, 61, 62, and 63. It was a five-year period where Ole Miss was just honestly quite dominant. And you never know when that five-year period is going to hit. So you need to enjoy it. You need to have fun when it happens. So Ole Miss winning 10 games in the regular season in back-to-back years would be a massive achievement for this Ole Miss team. Massive achievement for any Ole Miss team. And let's go on top of that. If Ole Miss wins out and wins their bowl game, that is 11 wins. Um, Snaps for anybody that can tell me the last time Ole Miss won 11 games in a regular season. You're not going to find it. There's not going to be any snaps because Ole Miss has never won 11 games in a regular season, to my knowledge. I looked it up in the media guide. It's 10, 10, 10 is, is the limit. So a school record for wins in a season is on the table. Now, why is all this important? Why is all this important? Because this is a rebuilding year. This was a year that nobody gave Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss a chance to be good. That Lane Kiffin doing his transfer portal thing was going to be problematic for Ole Miss. And all of the talent that they infused into this roster, which they did, I told you about it for five or six months before the season, it wasn't going to be good enough because these were transfers and everybody knows you can't do that. That was the narrative that was locked and loaded. Well, he did. And because of that, Ole Miss is going to be a favorite to win the SEC West next year. If you look at this roster, they all come back. There's a chance now with Zach Evans, with the year he had, that Zach Evans comes back because I think he has another year of eligibility. 
And if that happens, this gets weird. Crystal Ball was just done for um, Christopher Johnson. We talked about him on, I think, Monday. But this was all huge stuff. This is all things that can should keep people locked in for the season. Don't give up on something hypothetical over rumors and innuendo. People that make money on coaches searches are hoping for a coaches search. Understand that. People that make money on coaches searches want a coaching search. They've been trying to fire Mike Bianco for three years. They need a coaching search. So understand all of this fun that needs to be paid attention to and deserves to be paid attention to. We are in a gory period of Ole Miss football. Don't worry about it going away. Enjoy it while it's here. In the 50s, when Johnny Vault was doing his massive thing, it was a five-year period. There was a five-year period where the team was really good. Now, they were good around that, but there was five years where they were really good. And if you don't pay attention and enjoy it, everything that's happened, whenever it's over, which it always ends, it ends everywhere. This isn't an Ole Miss thing. It's going to end. You want to enjoy the position you were in whenever it was happening. So that's my case. I, I do not worry about hypotheticals. I, I follow college sports a little bit differently than everybody else. I understand that. Um, and some people are constantly worried about what's going to be taken away, what's going to be they're They're ingrained in doing that. And doing so makes it a little bit difficult to enjoy what you actually have. And this Ole Miss football team has a chance to go down in history as one of these special teams in Ole Miss football history. And this was a rebuilding year. Ball in the air to beat Alabama inside of a minute and a fourth quarter on the first real road game for all of them in Tiger Stadium. Without Zach, All of this happened without Zach Evans. If Zach Evans would have been on the field, you're looking at a completely different story. He's a game changer. He's the best player on the team. So... Understand all of that. It, it, it's it, it's a crazy, crazy thing. Anyway, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. If you look down at the line below, you can see that it has shrunk a little bit. Now, Ole Miss is favored by two and a half points. The over/under has gone up five points from fifty-nine to sixty-four. That tells me that Vegas is confident that K.J. Jefferson is going to play. Like we told you yesterday, we expected him to play. And honestly, we expect him to play better than whatever he's supposed to be at. Because this game means a ton to him. He had to miss the Mississippi State game. He wasn't missing both schools. The kid's from Sardis. So, pay attention to that. The line's probably going to move. We're going to talk about this with um, John tomorrow as well. Um, but it has a chance to be a really fun game. The line is really close, and it's going to be a battle up in Fayetteville. So we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. It's BetOnline. It's where the game starts. All right. So let's go into the third one. This is a weird what to watch for. And nobody is going to talk about this. Okay? The Arkansas groundskeepers 
created a little snafu this past weekend before LSU. There was snow on the field. It snowed in there. They were going to spray it with water and cut the sprinklers on to try and melt the snow. But it was so cold that basically a sheet of ice went on the field and they ended up having to scrape it off. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So they were out there with shovels and they were scraping ice and doing things like that. So you're looking at what is going to be a less than ideal 100% field in Fayetteville Saturday. And what will be the last game of the season for Arkansas and Fayetteville? They're not going to reside. They're not going to do. They're going to do the best they can, but it was a situation to where they tried something, it didn't work, and and at that point, it's just get through the season. I expect them to probably reside next year or regrow, whatever, but they're not going to be able to do it for now. So I expect the field to be a little bit of an issue Saturday in Fayetteville. And if it gets wet and if there's any water, there could be a layer of ice that is developing because now all of a sudden you have this flatland. So whenever you look at the field, Saturday for the Ole Miss-Arkansas game in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium or whatever. Um, know that that's why it looks the way it looks. It, ha- it had a rough day last Saturday before LSU. Snow hitting in mid-November became an issue. And now the cold weather is here between that and then they go on the road at Missouri should be interesting for Arkansas, but I, I, I genuinely am curious to what the field will look like and how it will play. Will divots come up? What will be the result of last week's actions? Because it's honest, they just they just messed up and they even they owned it. There's like the snow's on the ground. Let's just turn the sprinklers on and see if it'll melt. And it it made it worse. And then they had to fix that, and that is where the field got a little bit wonky and I'm not going to say it was the result caused the 13 to 10 game but I'm not going to say it didn't as well I mean it was a weird situation but it's going to be a cold night in Fayetteville again in a less than optimal field um really cold two teams that want to run the ball should be really interesting I mean if you look at it, Ole Miss and Arkansas traditionally have kind of been the same program. Uh, overall, they've played some crazy wild games. Even when Ole Miss has not been great, um, they still manage to play wild games against Arkansas. Same thing happens when Arkansas is not really great. They play a good game against Ole Miss. They're kind of like the better version of Vanderbilt on Ole Miss's schedule. So expect a good game. Expect fun, expect drunk, drunk and kind of lean into it. Now, if Ole Miss would have won, let's say that pass to Jack from Jackson Dart um, to Jonathan Mingo was caught and Ole Miss wins the game, there would have been a ton of pressure on Ole Miss this weekend, the likes of which that Ole Miss hasn't seen because they haven't been in that situation on November you know, 19th um, playing a game to where you're trying to stay alive because there was a weird situation that developed last week, and I do want to bring this up just to talk about this a little bit. When LSU um, beat Arkansas, that meant that Ole Miss had to win three straight games before LSU played another conference game to determine who won the West. 
So the Ole Miss would have had to beat Alabama, Arkansas, and then Mississippi State before they even found out, before LSU played again. And so the pressure was going to rise. It probably would not have been a good situation in Fayetteville. It probably would not have been a good situation for the Egg Bowl because this would be the first time that they had to go through that. So they didn't. It didn't work out. But that situation was there. I thought it was interesting um, as it was happening. But the Arkansas groundskeepers, they are going to be a story of the game. Now, we are going to cover Ole Miss football the rest of the year. And what I mean by that is the records, the stories, the games, this, the normal stuff. The same things we did two weeks ago, we're going to do for the next two weeks. Okay, After the season, we might shift gears a little bit. Who knows what's going to happen then? We're not going to play the terrible rumors and hypothetical game. We're not going to basically doom scroll um, that some people are doing because, you know, they need to do it. It's good for subscriptions. I get that. So, as basketball comes, we're going to integrate more than that in there. And we're going to start doing more and more live streams. We might not um, until the end of football season just because it's so busy. Um, but as soon as football season's over, we're going to incorporate live streams. We're going to do more live streams with commitments. We're going to do more live streams um, on signing day, on signing day, you can probably expect um, 15 or 16 live streams that day, if we're being honest about it. Um, it's, going, it's going to be a huge day. So we'll see how it all goes. We want to make all this fun. We want to do things that is a little bit outside the box that other people can't do. The fact that we're not a news organization absolutely um, helps us out right now. So we're going to fill that lane as best we can for people that just honestly don't care about rumors and innuendos and soap opera, WWE drama. So we're going to have fun doing that. Anyway, tomorrow, John Neighbors from Locked on Hogs um, is going to join the show. We're going to do our crossover for our game breakdown. Friday, we're going to do our Why Ole Miss Wins, even though people just do not understand that video, but that is absolutely hilarious. Um, and we'll be ready to do a postcast on Saturday after the game. It'll be just me the rest of the way. Um, just me, because I'm not going to ask anybody to stay up at 10 o'clock um, at night to, to do a internet video. It'll be just me, just you, and the chat, and we should have a good time. Anyway, as you can probably tell, I'm trying to get the formatting in these videos down, because there's a certain way that Locked On wants them. And I'm taking this opportunity to try and get that as well. So we're doing about 17 things at once. Um, so bear with us with that. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us in the comment section below. We appreciate all our comments, whether you agree with me or not. Um, I may not reply, but that doesn't mean I don't read them. Um, so do that. And honestly, thanks a bunch. Anyway. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app and wherever you get your podcast. 
Anyway, tomorrow's crossover. We're getting close to that Arkansas game. All right, see you then.